94.7 Kumu Kokua, because Kumu cares. We are doing Kumu Kokua. This is where we bring in Hawaii's leaders and experts to talk about the issues that you care about and uh, answer your questions. This morning, we've got a Premier Restoration Hawaii. Uh, Anthony Nelson is Chief Commercial Officer there, and uh, we've got him on the phone. Good morning, Anthony. Morning. Good morning. Oh, thank you so much for making the time. Um, you guys are doing something really, well, many important things. Um, can you talk about this? Because um, I think, you know, as far as Premier Restoration Hawaii is concerned, um, if you can kind of explain what you guys do and why it's relevant now in the time of COVID-19. Absolutely. Uh, so we're a full service mitigation and restoration company providing one-stop solutions for fire, water, mold and storm damage. Um, and I've always, you know, in, in the past couple of weeks, I've always said that, you know, these incidents, the water damage and the fire and smoke and all those things, they didn't get the stay at home memo. Um, so they're still <laughs> happening and we have to be in a position to respond. Sure. So you guys are considered an essential service as well then? Yeah, absolutely. You're, the the sad fact is, is if these issues go unaddressed, um, you're looking at a total cost of increase of five to ten times if you don't do anything right away. Yikes. So they want us going out and taking care of these things. Oh, sure. Nice. Oh, nice. sure. Well, one of the important things that you guys are doing also is uh, disinfection of uh, sites, right? Uh, regarding, you know, businesses wanting to have their, their businesses, you know, their premises disinfected. And so we were wondering if you could talk today about... Um, some practical guidelines, I guess, uh, for disinfecting homes and disinfecting businesses, because I think as the lid is being slowly lifted off of our local economy, that means that people will start to go out of their homes again and go into businesses, and that raises our infection risk. And um, you have some practical guidance for us, I think, on um, how to keep our homes safe. Maybe we'll talk about one at a time, homes first and then businesses. Absolutely. Uh, so for homes, the, the main thing that I've been trying to impress upon everybody is uh, there's a lot of information out there, and it always says clean and disinfect. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest mistake that folks make is if they take a disinfectant and they wipe a surface, they think that they're cleaning and disinfecting in one step. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would caution everybody. There, you need to clean first then disinfect because you want the disinfectant to actually disinfect the surface, not the soil that has accumulated on the surface and so it it actually is a two-step process and when we're educating our teams we actually use uh two different colors of rags just so then that way it's like super clear in everybody's mind that cleaning and disinfecting are two completely different things so what does that look like Uh, in the home so for for in a home you're just going to use normal soap and water to do your cleaning stuff, whatever, whatever you typically would use. If you're doing countertops, use mm-hmm. whatever you use to clean your countertops. If okay. you're, if you're doing, uh, you know, your bathroom, use whatever you use to do your bathroom. For step and one. And once you've cleaned, yeah, for step one. And then once you've cleaned, you're going to want to go ahead and apply the disinfectant and give it sufficient time to work. So that means letting it stay wet on the surface of whatever you're disinfecting for a period of time. If you're using a, a solution of bleach and water, that's about one minute. Um, but if you're using commercial products like Lysol or any of those things, it'll actually say on the bottle how long you need to let that remain wet mm-hmm. before you can call it disinfected. That's really interesting that you said that because I think a lot of people make the mistake. Now that you're saying that, I realize mm-hmm. I've made this mistake of like you spray something on it and then you wipe it off immediately. 
Because you think, I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> Apparently, I'm Absolutely. not thinking. And I'm, just, I'm just as guilty. I've done it in my own home, too. And, you know, and I, those habits that, uh, that I had in the field, they, they fade every once in a while. And even I need reminders to, to say, hey, this is exactly how this process works. Okay. Okay. So apply, apply that. So clean first and then disinfect. And you're saying apply the disinfectant and you got to leave it on for however long the manufacturer says to use it. That's correct. Got it. Okay. The other thing you want to do is focus on the key touch points, and 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 I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of Im- energy going into saying clean your key touch points, but nobody's actually providing a list of what key touch points are. <laughs> yes, please and do. So, and so, <laughs> yeah, and so for for indoor homes, that's going to be your doorknobs, your plumbing fixtures, anything that you're touching regularly in your kitchen appliances, like I've. I thought about it the other day, and I was like, I haven't cleaned the handle of my refrigerator in like a week. I better do that. A week? You're better than me. I don't know when is the last yeah. time I cleaned my refrigerator the handle. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you for that reminder. Please continue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and then, you know, like cell phones, tablets, you know, kids are distance learning right now. So we're going to want to make sure all that technology stays clean. Mm-hmm. And then anything that you're using... Um, just throughout the day. And so think about like any, uh, the way that I put it in my head is anytime I pick something up, I'm thinking, I got to disinfect this. And as long as you're doing that, you'll make sure that your home is very safe and very clean during these times. Okay. Okay. I just realized the remote control for our TV is oh, probably the thing that filthy, man. Yeah, the yeah. three of us touch the most uh, in common. Huh. Okay. Absolutely. Didn't think about that. All right. Um, I also wanted to ask you about like, personal protection equipment because I think when you bring in a, a company like Premier Restoration, how about you, you'll see the staff come in and they're wearing, you know, PPEs, I guess, so to speak. But for for residents, you know, people who are taking care of their homes, is it important for them to wear stuff like that too? I mean, I, I don't know. I never think about it. And so if you're just going through and doing preventative measures of cleaning and disinfecting, you'll want to wear whatever is labeled on the bottle. And that's typically just gloves, maybe eye protection. Um, but when you're talking about if you have a family member that is sick mm-hmm. and you're looking to make sure that you don't prevent the spread of that illness, um, you're going to want to take additional steps, you know, making sure that you're wearing the gloves, making sure that you're wearing the eye protection. And then I would, uh, you know, in our house, what we do is if we go in and we clean and disinfect the bathrooms because somebody's been sick, whatever clothes we were wearing, immediately go in the washer and go on a wash cycle. Oh, and then mm-hmm. one, whoever did the cleaning takes a shower. And that's going to be the best way, you know, that most homeowners can go ahead and make sure they're not spreading any sort of infection from room to room. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Do you have any suggestions for like now you guys, you know, when you when somebody calls in like Premier Restoration, you know, you guys have your your commercial grade disinfectants. But can people who are uh, trying to disinfect their own homes, is there are there effective disinfectants that they can use? I literally stood in Walmart yesterday looking at the shelf going, uh, I'm not sure what I'm <laughs> supposed to get uh, to to, you know, effectively disinfect my home. Do you have some suggestions? Absolutely. So the, I was in Costco two days ago and they had the three pack gallon of bleach on the shelf still. Oh. Um, and that's what I'm using in my house. So okay. the, the CDC has a recommendation. It's a third a cup of bleach to one gallon of water mm-hmm. makes a ready to use disinfectant. And for me and my house, we're just putting that in a spray bottle. And then when we go to disinfect, we're applying that to the surface or putting it on a rag and making sure the rag's nice and wet. Okay. Okay. So we can do that. 
I think though people yeah. uh, people when they try doing um, I know my wife tried to do something kind of like that uh-huh. one part to three parts yeah, she yeah. went wow this smells really really strong I think people aren't used to the smell of Clorox <laughs> even when it's diluted yeah right so you start you sort of uh, and I think um, people need to realize yeah Clorox smells like that when you mix it the way that you're supposed to be mixing it in order for it to be a disinfectant, a true disinfectant, uh-huh. it smells that strongly. Uh-huh. You know, and it's a, it's a weird thing to get people used to, I think. Absolutely. And, and when you're talking about, like, what most people are used to is, like, Clorox in the commercial kitchen environment. Mm-hmm. And the dilution ratio that they recommend for food safety is much, much like, way less strong than what they're recommending for the application of a disinfectant. Yeah. Mm. See, that's the part. So when you, when you, uh, if, if you decide to f- do this in your home, just know the, the Clorox smell is going to be strong, <laughs> you know, but, but don't worry, you're not going to die from it. It's just, it, the, the smell is strong. So just be aware that, Hey, it's working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really mm-hmm. smells like Clorox in here. Yeah. So yeah. we, we noticed that in our own house. That's why when we, when my wife did that, uh, that mix. Yeah. And, and anytime you're using any product like that, you're going to want to make sure that you're you're ventilating the area because mm-hmm. it is possible to be overcome by the fumes. It's really hard to do, but it's possible. Mm-hmm. You just want to make sure if you're going to go and do a full disinfection in your house, kick the windows open. Um, so then that way you're getting a fresh exchange of air. Mm, okay. Okay. I, you know, yesterday, <laughs> yesterday when I was in the drugstore, I also picked up a bottle of, um, it's, it's, a, it's a type of pine salt, but it says it's a particular variety that says that it kills viruses. And I was wondering if that was actually as effective as they're claiming it is. Do you have any sense of that? It's, so the, the, what, what I would advise anybody, if you're wanting to see the, whether or not a disinfectant is actually going to work mm-hmm. for COVID-19, the EPA is maintaining a list of registered products on oh. their website. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you pick up something or you see something on the shelf in the store and you're like, ah, is this going to work? Um, cross-reference it against that list. Um, there's hundreds of products on that list. Okay. So likely if it's labeled for it, it will work. But if you're looking, if you're like, I don't know if this is hocus pocus or what, <laughs> you can double check it against that list. There are a lot of questions about, you know, some of the products that I'm seeing online. I, I just, I don't know if they mm-hmm. work and I, mm-hmm. and they're expensive. So I'm like, I don't know if I want to spend money on that, which and actually. People think, hey, it's expensive. Yeah. It must be true. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ooh. In a moment, I, I don't want to jump uh, before we talk about businesses as well. But after that, I want to ask you about scams, like other other businesses and products online that, that might not work. But we'll get to that in a second. You were talking a moment about disinfecting your own home. Uh, businesses now are starting to reopen. Do you have any tips there? I mean, like, I don't know if I'm a business owner, should I take disinfection into, you know, my own hands literally? and try to take care of that? Absolutely. Uh, the, you know, the work that we're doing for preventative measures for our mm-hmm. customers right now isn't, isn't the most complicated work and can be done by anybody who's normally doing the cleaning in these commercial spaces. It, like I said, the biggest problem is, is that recognizing the cleaning step is a completely separate step from the disinfection step, mm-hmm. and it's a different product. And so, you know, if your your janitorial company, whoever's coming in to do cleaning, only cleans with one product, then that's kind of a red flag. They should be cleaning and then disinfecting in this in in this circumstance. Okay. Okay. So that means then, if you have like in a lot, I'm thinking of in a lot of places. So some stores are open right now, obviously, and so you'll see sometimes Mm -hmm. you'll see staff standing, you know, at counters or the doors or so forth with one bottle in their hand of something. We don't know what that is. 
Is that an effective way to? I have no idea what they're what they're spraying. But what you're saying is there actually should be two actions going on there. There should be cleaning and then there should be disinfecting. So I'll use the example. I went to Safeway the other day, and I know I know for a fact Safeway is pressure washing their shopping carts every day. So they're cleaning their shopping carts every day. Mm -hmm. And then what that individual is doing is they're disinfecting the shopping carts in between users. And so since that shopping cart's already been cleaned, the Mm -hmm. application of disinfectant over and over again, as long as the surface is clean, the disinfectant will work. The big concern is making sure that the surface is clean before you disinfect it. Got it. Oh, I'm learning a lot here. 94.7 Kumu Kokua, because Kumu cares. And uh, we have on the phone Anthony Nelson from Premier Restoration Hawaii talking about how to disinfect our homes and our businesses, especially now that we're, we're starting to reopen again mm-hmm. just a little uh, here in Hawaii. Um, and uh, Anthony, already you've shared with us a lot of really important tips about how to keep our homes and our businesses uh, disinfected uh, to minimize infection risk. Now, this information is available online, right? Your, your company's doing something kind of unusual here. That's correct. We're, we're publishing a ton of information right now. Like I said, I was having a hard time finding a list of key, uh, key touch points to disinfect just to provide for our staff for their safety. And so we generated one um, that's floating around on all of our social media. Um, so if anybody is looking for a reference point, they can just go right there and the information's there. Okay. What is, uh, can you guide us to your social media? Uh, yeah, so our it's Premier Restoration Hawaii on Facebook and uh, Instagram as well. Oh. I don't have the, the the URLs memorized, unfortunately. <laughs> That's okay. Just search for Premier Restoration Hawaii. That's what you're saying. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that sounds good. Um, can you uh, take a moment also to on our newscast here on 94.7 Kumu in the past, we have talked about how the Attorney General's office and uh, some consumer groups have warned about some organizations and and you know companies out there that uh, unfortunately scammers not you guys but other you know people maybe trying to get money and take advantage during the COVID-19 crisis um, with products and services that don't work for disinfection can you get just clue us in a little bit on how would we know if somebody you know tried to sell us something that that actually doesn't work so one of the things, we had to make a decision early on on uh, how we were going to go ahead and address this. And we, we specifically didn't go after homes because we felt like the, if you were going to do the, what you needed to do to clean and disinfect, but just simply the price point would be a little out of reach for most homeowners. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if anybody's looking to have somebody come in and dis- disinfect their property, just know that if they, cleaning is the biggest step. And so if you spend 90% of your time cleaning and 10% of your time applying that disinfectant, mm-hmm. then that's, that's a good ratio. Um, if you are having somebody come in and they are simply applying or fogging and disinfectant only, um, that disinfectant's not going to land on a surface that is already clean. And there's the possibility that that disinfectant doesn't have the opportunity to do the job that you want it to do. Ah, got it. So Mm -hmm. any, any service provider that is going in and cleaning spaces should be pre-cleaning all the surfaces that they plan to disinfect before applying that disinfectant. Okay. So that would be, that would be something to look out for. Okay. And then as far as individual products go, as you mentioned earlier, you were saying there is a a great list that the EPA is putting together and you should check that. Absolutely. Yeah. Any, if you're, if you're looking to rely on a disinfectant, 
Um, mm-hmm. The EPA has been pretty good. You know, three, four weeks ago, that list was a little bare. Um, but uh, over the couple week, over about a week or two period, most manufacturers got their products on that list. So if it's labeled to kill viruses, it'll be on that list. Okay. So look for so and conversely, if you're someone is handing you a product or selling you a product, would that product have some kind of designation on it? I guess you're looking for something, a symbol or some kind of indication that it's been approved. It, it, likely no, because a lot of the labeling mm-hmm. that was going on to products, you know, this product could have been sitting on a shelf for six months that are oh, being true. sold today. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Th- the labeling may may be out of date, and that's why the EPA is doing their best to keep that list current. Um, and, I, and I would also say, I know there's a lot of smaller businesses that are trying to do their part and put, you know, make san- like hand sanitizer is really hard to find right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of companies that are making hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. And so as long as the, um, the CDC has two different guidelines for the strength of the alcohol content that's required in order to be a hand sanitizer, mm-hmm. um, I'll go ahead and make sure that we get that information up on our, our website as well. But if you're if you're buying hand sanitizer from your neighbor, just make sure that the content of alcohol is high enough to do the job that you're needing it to do. Because I know a lot mm-hmm. of folks are, you know, scrambling, trying to find a solution for hand sanitizer right now. Yeah, we've been as I understand it, I think 70 percent, 70 percent alcohol is the threshold. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? I think that's 70, correct. So it's 70 percent for um, ethyl alcohol and it's I think it's 80 for isopropyl. Oh, okay. So it, it, there's two different types of alcohol, and, and you got to make sure that you have the right concentration for the right type of alcohol. Oh, okay. All right. I learned so much today. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is full and Her clean. house is going to be clean. <laughs> Holy smokes. Um, I'm worried about our studios now. Yeah, dangerous now, man. I know, I know. We're spraying down Devin every day. She's going to be like, yeah, you told us to do it this way. We're like, okay, okay. <laughs> It's a good thing. You'll be yes, glad. You'll be yes. healthy. I'll, I'll be glad. I'll be happier if you have to do all of it. Uh, yeah. No, no, you're helping with this, man. It's worth a shot. Get him some gloves. Yeah, I know. Thanks. Right? Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Anyway, uh, Anthony Nelson from Premier Restoration Hawaii. Uh, anything oh, yeah, else Anthony. that you wanted to, to add? Um, that We covered everything, or is there anything you wanted to add there? The thing I would add is, that, you know, every time that I watch our community in Hawaii get challenged by something, I'm always so impressed and I always feel so blessed to be a part of our community because everybody here there's a lot of really honest hardworking people that are making a huge difference in our communities Mm -hmm. right now so I just want to thank everybody that's going out of their way to keep people safe and happy and healthy awesome nice great thank you so much yeah Anthony Nelson Chief Commercial Officer Premier Restoration Hawaii we appreciate your time mahalo